and Caleb Collier said, I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Today on Church and State, we'll be joined by the redheaded libertarian Josie Glayback. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. Once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. The only podcast with the cojones to talk about faith and politics with Jesus right there as the referee in the middle. Amen. Hey, everybody go on over to churchandstate.media. Take advantage of all of our shows. Uh, This is going to be a really good show. I've been looking forward to this one for a while, so you're going to want to share this everywhere and with everyone. Also, take advantage of all of our fine affiliates. I'm not going to hit any specifically because I really want to get to our guest, but you know them and you should be using them. You can also donate directly to us and you can also contact us, churchandstate1776 at proton.me. All right. Uh, unless you've been uh, living under a rock, there's been uh, some interesting news that's been going on. Uh, there's been Christians, Gabe, that have attacked people, and, and for really no specific reason. And so I wanted to bring on Josie, uh, the redheaded libertarian. Now, she's a, uh, she actually fled Massachusetts. You know, it's something that I've been talking about doing right. a lot in Washington State. Fled it, moved down to the free state of Florida, uh, and she's now, uh, I mean, she's behind the redheaded libertarian on Twitter or X now. Uh, she talks culture and she loves the Revolutionary War, which you know I'm excited to talk about. Uh, so Josie, and she also is uh, married with three children, uh, which is always a blessing. So Josie, with that intro, thank you so much for joining us on Church and State. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So uh, I mean, let's just talk a little bit about that because right now you seem to be seeing almost this this conservative migration to so many of these red states. And I know there are podcasters, radio commentators that are talking about flee these areas, flee California, flee, you know, the Northeast and get down to these states that actually value, you know, our God-given natural rights. Uh, what led you to be to do exactly that? There was a few different things. I was raising my children in Massachusetts during um, the pandemic and uh, I was raising a tomboy and um I I was noticing the identity politics around raising a tomboy, how uh, they were asking pronouns, trying to they, them, her. Um, Her friends were making suggestions she might be gay because of how she dresses. So that was kind of um, startling to me. You know, just she's tomboy is a thing that's always been around. And it doesn't mean that you're not a girl and it doesn't mean that you're gay. It just, it's just the things that you like, the way that you present yourself, the way that you dress. And that's all fine. And I've always told my daughters to, you know, be themselves and like, we were going to love them no matter what. Um, so she was having issues with people questioning these things about her. Um, but on top of that, it was the pandemic, and there was a lot that you couldn't do in Massachusetts, and your children couldn't do in Massachusetts, whether it was the cities, whether it was some camps. Um, they weren't allowed in. You were seeing like uh, discrimination against unvaccinated children and uh, requesting vax passports to go to uh, uh, events, to go to 
museums, to go to games, to go to, go to things like that in, in the cities. Now, I wasn't in a city. However, they were trying to bring these policies to Western Massachusetts, where I was. And uh, it, it came down to the point where they were voting to whether or not to allow anyone over the age of six years old into any venue with an open-air eatery if they weren't vaccinated. This was the grocery stores. Um, so it came to a point where I was like, okay, well, this isn't, I can't stay here any longer if they're going to not let me go to grocery store because I'm not vaccinated, you know, against the COVID. My children aren't vaccinated against the COVID. So this, this isn't going to work for us anymore. And so my husband and I agreed that it was just time to to leave. And we found a beautiful place in Florida. And I got to say, we got here and COVID didn't exist. It was like right. going back to 2019. It was incredible. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, you know, it's very similar. We live in Washington state. Uh, and mm-hmm. so very similar total lockdowns. We, we happen to live right on the Idaho border. So we could go over to Idaho and it was just like Florida where, you know, it really didn't exist there. People weren't masked up. They were still nodding to you and smiling and saying hello, acting like normal human beings. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I got to, I mean, I've been to Boston before and I've driven up into New Hampshire and it's just, it's a beautiful area. And so I would imagine leaving that, I mean, your home, you know, that, that natural beauty that is over there in the Northeast, that must've been really hard for you. I lived in the same County my entire life. Um, I still have my grandparents. I'm, I'm very blessed. You know, my mom, my dad, my brothers are there, uh, with my nephews, uh, my husband's whole family is there. We're we're all there. And, uh, we, we left, we went 1500 miles away. Um, nobody really understood it. They're like, why don't you just get your girls vaccinated? Like, and it just, the problem would all be over. I'm like, well, that's the thing. Cause it won't, you know, one thing's going to lead into another thing, which lead into another thing. And, and it's, it wasn't for me. Um, my daughter, my oldest daughter, the same one that's the tomboy, she, uh, she has this one in a million condition. It's called uh, CRMO, chronic recurrent multifocal osteomyelitis. And it means her immune system breaks her bones. It's an mRNA disease. And um, so it, it's one in a million. So 300 other kids in the United States have it. So I'm not going to put a gene therapy into my daughter who's already suffering from this related disease. You know, uh, she's since gone into remission in August, which is wonderful. But at the time, you know, if she would need an infusion or need to go to Boston Children's for any reason, you couldn't go into anything else except the hospital of Boston Children's and they were going to try to encourage you, you know, to, to get vaccinated and all of that. So there was just pressure coming from everywhere, you know, whether it was medical establishments, whether it was the school, whether it was our families, um, just trying to pressure us to do this thing that we didn't want to do. And now we're finding out we were right you know, all these studies are coming out and you see how everybody's sick and there's all these new cancers and new diseases and we were right. So, um, I made the right decision, even if it was the hardest decision I think I've ever had to make. Are you, would you Josie describe yourself as a family first woman of God, or would you, would you say like, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but you know, general Flynn says mission over ego and each one of us have a really big mission and maybe, you know, some people feel called to their mission. Do you, do you feel like you're more called to the mission? Cause you're, you're, you're a mover and a shaker right now. God's opening up doors for you. Cause even though you've left your state of Massachusetts, you haven't left the fight. And, you know, so you're very much in the fight, but did, did that decision to move, was that for the sake of your family or did you, did you just hear God say, Hey, your mission can be here as well. So are your words. 
It was both. I was, I've been pulled to come to Florida, like something inside of me has been pulling me to go to Florida for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not just that, you know, it's not Disney world. It's not the beaches. It's not, it was like, I was just pulled and called and just to, to come here. And it wasn't until COVID hit where I was in this place where it was like an absolute, it wasn't a question. It was like, it was like, it was like a voice. It was like, you need to go. You need to go. This is not right for you anymore. Like, mm-hmm. go. And, you know, and at the time um, we bought into, at the time it was kind of hard to even buy in Florida because, you know, you have BlackRock buying everything up. Um, so we went through a builder and it was going to take nine months to build a house. So it's like, well, we can't just go and who knows what was going to happen in the next nine months in Massachusetts. And then all of a sudden a house fell through with another family and it was going to be ready in a month. And that just doesn't happen. And it just, it was just more obvious, you know, something greater than you pushing you to a place. But when I got here, I was hired by Timcast um, within a month and a half. Um, I had been, I I don't know if you guys know this, I'd been um, unpersoned under old Twitter and I got I ended up getting my account back. Wow! Um, later, and my account grew from seventy five thousand to five hundred thousand in a year. Um, so the move to Florida, I was finally able to. To it, it was like exactly what needed help. It was that missing piece to make me become a mover and a shaker to like force me to say what I needed to say in a way where I wasn't gonna get in trouble. You know, where where I wasn't. I, I was just able to be myself here, yeah. and I think that helped. Yeah, no, that, I love hearing that. Now, I, I wanted to transition over to something that really just makes me angry oftentimes. And one of the things that I love about Pastor Gabe over here is he is a real Christian. And, and oftentimes in Christianity, we see kind of this this piousness emerge where you almost become a, a Pharisee because you're just throwing stones everywhere you look, right? They're, they're constantly. Uh, you recently did a calendar shoot, and I've seen the calendar shoot, and it's, you know, Riley Gaines is included, yourself. Uh, and your photo, and, and we'll bring it up for the audience to, to look at, um, is like 1950s era to me. Like, you know, you're, yeah, you're very traditional bakery, 50s. You're baking like every husband's like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, but <laughs> for some reason, all of a sudden, all these Christians came out and were attacking you for, for making men's eyes wonder, I guess, is, is the thing. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, there it is right there. I mean, there's even a cross in there. I mean, yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> some people uh, commented, yeah. though, that it was the cross that actually to them and to, to, to me that I struggle with why would why would you why would you because they were inferring that for some reason uh this is some type of mm-hmm. I don't know what's the word um well they thought that alluring. um yeah it's I mean if if I if if you're turned out turned on by this then that's a that's your problem. That's not my problem. You know, I'm baking a pie. I'm, I'm an award-winning pie baker. So, so up in Massachusetts, I have three blue ribbons. So, um, when Seth Weathers came to me about doing this, we're trying to find something that works for me. And he was having, you know, Riley Gaines, who's a swimmer, be in a swimsuit, you know, um, Ashley St. Clair, who's a comedian was spoofing, um, Dylan Mulvaney, you know, so he was trying to find something that was a little bit representative of what we do. And I was offered, he did ask me if I wanted to do the swimsuit shot. And I said, absolutely not. I'm in my thirties. I'm a mother. Like these girls are going to look beautiful. I'm like, but it's not for me, not for me. I'm like, but we can find something that is. 
So that to me, that's awesome to even hear that. That's very, very humble of you. You know, um, I'm sure your husband would be like, no, babe, you should do that. But like, to me, the people freaking out, this made Fox News. This is just, just, just a bit much. But just like Caleb said, there's, there's a, a pharisaical spirit out there. But the reality is this is right now, Caleb and I know TikTok, Facebook, Instagram is exploding with accounts of what we would call trad wives. Now this term is getting eaten up by the left. They hate it. It's, it's actually causing them to be really like jealous is the word because conservative women who are smart, intelligent, know how to bake a pie and are not dying their hair or cutting it short are becoming like small in number. We've seen what girls go into universities. Like I, Caleb and I have shown pictures of girls who go into universities who are conservative and beautiful and strong. And then they leave, they exit suicidal, missing body parts, short hair, died. It's like Satan's plans still kill and destroy. They do that. And it's, it's literally making the pool of those who are single there. People are looking for conservative women now. So mm-hmm. I think, I think sometimes Jesus, you, you draw people to jealousy with the gospel. Uh, yeah. And I wanted to know, Josie, how did you become like the poster child for this? Like, you know, with all the photo shoots that were in there, there, there were some that were perhaps a little more risque, you know, or, you know, yours wasn't at all to me. But why, why did all of a sudden did all this ire come your direction from this? Um, I was specifically targeted by one larger account who called my photo demonic. And he was oh. the one. Yeah, he was the one who said it was because I was... What did he say? Um, tempting men with a cross in the background. That's what it was. Yeah, I remember hearing that. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and the cross didn't even, it didn't, I'm, I'm Catholic. Um, this movie is actually one that I'm um, helping uh, boost. It's called Cabrini. It's through Angel Studios. Yeah, I'm Francesca. Yeah, that, that's her yeah. life story. Exactly. Yeah, it's through Angel Studios. And um, so, um I'm Catholic. I have a cross in every every room in my house. Um, yeah, I'm baptized, first communion, confirmation. I did it all, um, and so it didn't even cross anyone's mind that that my my crucifix in my kitchen could be a prop. Like it, it's just who I am as a human. So um, he he went on. He tried to find um, any anything on me to prove that I was a, a fake Christian. Which I mean, it's. It's just such a weird, it was such a weird attack. It was, it was so weird. <laughs> I mean, like, why would somebody need to do this? You know, but I, it, this guy, um, I don't even use his name because he's the grifter and I don't want to give him any more attention, but, um, I, he's, he was just looking for attention since he's failing in his own career. He needed to, he uses other people to stand on, to promote himself. And that's not something, um, I agree with it's not something I do. It's not something I, uh, I I'm okay with. So I stopped giving him attention around like three days after the scandal hit and he kept going and going and going for weeks. Um, and it would bring in other women to the fold. And so these women were, you know, very beautiful women, um, maybe 30 to 50,000 follower accounts. I'm at about 600,000 and they, they would start coming after me too. Um, because they're traditional women, like they're, they're the, they're the real trad women. This was the whole thing, you know, cause it was pinning women against women. And it's like, I don't do that. I'm just a 
I, I, I want all women to succeed, like whatever. Um, so these women would begin attacking me and, you know, but then you take one look at their Instagram accounts and you're like, they're not traditional at all. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, very beautiful, but you know, putting on this, this show and a lot of it is, is jealousy. As you had said, you know, earlier, it's women who weren't asked to do this calendar, who weren't asked to be, what does it say? Featuring the most beautiful conservative women in America. And so women who have big platforms that weren't asked were like, well, we're not going to show you why this is wrong. And, you know, it comes from jealousy, you know, and it was just really just such a nice thing to do. And it was an answer to having a man act like a woman Mm -hmm. in a commercial, you know? Exactly. I I think it's so short-sighted from coming from Christians. There is so much going on in the world. There's so much evil that we need to be addressing. And a lot of these Christians that attacked you for simply taking a picture are the ones that won't speak out against abortion, won't speak out about what's going on with this gender confusion inside of our public institutions and, or I call them indoctrination centers. You know, they won't go out and address the real evils in the world, but when they see somebody like you, well, that's an easy mark. We're going to go attack her. I, I, I would challenge anybody that, that listens to this show or just if, if, if the you know blip gets out or whatever, really focus on who the true enemy is and stop, stop this infighting because it's not getting us anywhere. It's, it's something the left doesn't do. The left does not infight. They circle the wagon. So true. They may have that discussion from an insider perspective, but they will never just throw each other to the wolves. No, they circle the wagon. They protect themselves. And we on the conservative Christian side, we just throw everybody out. Go get eaten by the wolves. It's, it's, a, it's an atrocious thing, and it's why we're not winning. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with that. And, you know, I mean, I've had a lot of my friends came to my defense. You really find out who are your friends and who are not when something like this happens. And, uh, I mean, I, they were coming out and they're like, one of my friends, he was like, Josie is a mother and she's got three children and she spends all of her free time teaching you about the constitution and the bill of rights. If that is your enemy, like then, then, then you're not over the target at all. You, you got to get your priorities in line, you know? And, and, and that's a, that was so sweet. And that's a good way to put it, to know your enemy. Um, and I think you, you were over the target earlier because you have to, you have to know your target in order to win this fight. And people don't, and it's easy to attack somebody like me for taking a picture because that doesn't take any work. You're able to like, you're, you're handed your evidence and you're able to look at it and make an assumption as opposed to having to dig into things, think critically, um, you know, use your sources, face cognitive dissonance. And that's why so many people are quick to just jump on the next big drama and gossip instead of fighting the real fight. Yeah. It's funny. We, we, we were speaking today earlier on a podcast and I was talking about how James, you read the book of James and every once in a while you, you read and you think, man, this guy is harsh. Like he is, he is thrown down the gauntlet. Cause at the time everyone's, Hey, I'm saved by faith. I'm saved by faith. And James is like, well, that's great. I can show you my works and you need to show me your faith. Is there anything tangible that you can show me about it? And I think what it comes down to is people see your good works. They see your deeds. Jesus said, let your light shine before all men so that it can show him. And people are seeing that in your life. Now it provokes people to jealousy. So I I appreciate your stance as far as, hey, you do you. You're going to stay on top of the surface and God's going to keep blessing you. As far as like 
let's get out of this like lower level conversation and talk about what you're really passionate yeah, I was about. about to say, can I geek out now? I yeah, geek, it is I'm, time. It is time to, to okay. it's time to this talk is, about, right, here we go. It's time to talk about the forefathers, yes. time to talk about deep theological and political things. That's the whole premise of our show is that politics and godliness can be together. And then like one of the mainstays that we talk about, I would love to hear from you is your thoughts on the Danbury Baptist letter. As far as, you know, it's so many people are like, Hey, church and state, you know what that's in the constitution. And we, we challenge people to that. What, what are your thoughts on all of that? Engage us in that. Sure. So the separation of church and state isn't anywhere in the constitution. What is in the constitution is America can never create a church. So what they were dealing with in history, they were dealing with the Church of England, and they were seeing the influence that a church could have over the people. Um, so, so the founders were like, well, we can never do that. And, you know, the other part is that you can come and you can practice your religion freely in America. However, what we're seeing happen now is we're seeing the Church of Science, and we're seeing the influence that science has over the people. We're seeing um, they have their own states or, or their, own, their own saints. They have their own doctrine. Right. Um, we see them using the playbook of religion in science. And, you know, there's nothing that says you can't do that. And we also see it with wokeness, the mm -hmm. same exact thing. We're seeing that they have their own saints. They have their own doctrine. You know, they have their own language and you can't question it. And so we see that too. Now, what's interesting is you're able to, you're not really able to believe two sets of beliefs at the same time. Anybody consistent can't do that. You can't believe one thing and believe a thing that contrasts with it at the same time. You can when you're adopting a faith. And that's how we know that things like science and the climate and wokeness and the trans agenda and all of that is a faith. It's not, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not God, you know, it's just, they're, they're exploiting the path to him by saying, well, this is the path to our true righteousness. And here it is at the end, transing children in your school. That's so good. They have their own sacred cows too. Like the abortion issue, you cannot touch it. You cannot mm -hmm. touch it. And it's funny how, you know, we also have, you know, transgender people for some reason, that whole trans community really backing abortion. Why, why, why is it that that civil right has to be connected with murdering your baby? I don't understand it, but they, they it's definitely well said that they have their own faith. Yeah, it, it truly is their, their own religion. The wokeness, uh, you know, also I, the green movement is another religion that we've seen emerge, right? It's, it's modern day. Mother Gaia. Gaia. Yeah, exactly. Gaia worship. But yeah, they, they do. You, you, you nailed it right there by saying it's faith. It's a state-run faith. There's, there's no science when you really get down into it, right? Nothing you can do. Let, let's just take the transgender movement, for example. Nothing you can do to your body is ever going to transform you from male to female or female to male. It doesn't work that way. Your skeletal system, you, you, you die 100 years later, an archaeologist digs you up. They're going to say, this is a male human being, right? <laughs> and they're not going to say, oh, we don't know. It could have been a trance. No, it doesn't work that way because your science, actually, your science, the one that you worship on the left side, yeah, you know who created that? It was God. 
And God's always going to be consistent, and science is always going to point to the creator. And so we can't have that. Um, I did want to, one of the one of the geek questions that I just love to ask people who, who like me, love the, the founding documents, love our founding fathers, is what is your favorite of the Bill of Rights? Which amendment is your favorite? I love the Ninth Amendment. And you don't, yeah. you probably don't. That it's one. the no, catch all. That's my no, favorite amendment. It's his favorite. It's the, the catch all. It is. It's a trump card. He I taught me that it, it basically, it's the provision that allows anything they forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It says just because we didn't write it down, it doesn't mean that it's not a right. So when people come to you and they're like, well, the second amendment, it doesn't mean, you know, AR 15s. It means muskets, and it's right. like actually, no. according to the Ninth Amendment, it does mean AR-15s. Yep, or the vaccine, oh, oh, for example. Yeah. You were talking about the vaccine, Ninth Amendment. There you go. Right, I have the, I have that right. It is my natural right to say I'm not going to take this, and I'm not going to inject my kids with your experimental mRNA technology. I love the Ninth Amendment because no matter what they throw at us, our founding fathers were smart enough to give us that trump card. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree with that. Second favorite would probably be the Tenth Amendment because it, it it outlines the powers of the individual, the powers of the state, um, anything that's not written down in the Constitution, and anything. This is the other line that people miss from the Tenth Amendment: is it's not only if the Constitution doesn't enshrine it towards uh, federal powers, it's if there isn't a line saying that the states cannot do it, then it also belongs to you. So you take like the border issue, for instance, and it's like, all right, well, uh, Article Four, Section Four says that the federal government is supposed to protect the states from invasion. But what happens when they fail to do right. that? Yeah. It falls back to the states and back to the individuals who are able to do it as well. Absolutely. The thing I love about the Bill of Rights is it's so similar to the Bible, right? It's it's mm-hmm. thou shall not, thou shall not, and it's all directed at the federal government, right? I love that because you can see the intentionality behind our founding fathers, where they got this idea from to really limit government. And, and that's the thing I think a lot of people don't understand about libertarianism, right? Is a lot of times the, the, the accusation of being anarchists is throwing at us. We're not anarchists. Nobody who loves this country, loves this republic, or even really understands how government should be applied will ever be an anarchist because we don't want chaos, right? We want limited government. It's not even, it's, it's that small limited government, right? That's, that's our pure desire, uh, speaking from a libertarian platform. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I mean, I would say I'm more minarchy because... I, you I you are you are me as as a woman. I, I, I describe myself as a minarchist all the time, and people are like a monarchist. No, a minarchist. No, yeah. no, no. We're not. We're not. We're not Hoppian. Um, so yeah, when when it comes to my constitution, I I love got it on my wall. I, I love it too much to be an anarchist. I love the way that it was framed. I think it's as close to a perfect document as ever has been written in the history of the world, and I believe that when a government is limited and restrained by the people and by the separation of powers, then that that's where it's going to thrive. And that's where it's going to be helpful. And that's where it needs the checks and balances. I mean, we see how dirty things are, right. You know, without checks and balances. Now imagine a, like a private court system mm-hmm. that, that just be mob justice. That just be that, that, you know, I, I see why it's important to have something like that with transparency. Is, is the, Constitution, what you two venerate, nah, not venerate, but you revere. Um, we, we have this conversation of the whole con-con, and I'm, I'm sure you're probably against the con-con. Is it fair to say? 
the the con constitution of state yeah where, where they were the um, idea that we could actually true. make adjustments to the constitution if the oh, states wanted I it i you see if you asked me that like 10 years ago i've been like yeah absolutely but right. we've been it's a trap we've been captured we've been captured since then we could you don't know who you're even gonna right get in there to represent whatever like you it could end up worse that would be a pandora's box that i want nothing to do with right now so the question is this the constitution i i mm -hmm. hold tight that it is still safe under the guard of jesus christ himself who who's the inception of kings but the question is this we see we see hypocrisy on a level that is so evil the United States Supreme Court has said you cannot throw a razor wire up, but yet during the, the election of Joe Biden, the whole entire White House was surrounded with what? Razor wire. So it's the context. It's To them, they can do whatever they want. So it's like to us, we feel like as we the people, I feel like have we lost the Constitution or is it that we just haven't? engaged because the, the forefathers told us, Hey, we can push back. We, the people can push back. So is it a either we haven't pushed back the way we should, whether it's physical or legal, or is it the constitution is just hijacked? What, what is your thoughts? Um, the last thing holding the constitution in place is the Supreme court. So here, here's what I think is going to happen over the next year. So the Supreme court isn't, quite captured yet. I mean, we have Roberts who kind of is a little bit sold out and he is usually the, the divide, the, the deciding leaning, he could go either way. So what I think is going to happen is Donald Trump, if he gets convicted of anything, which so far everything is falling apart, but if they want to try to convict him of something anyway, and they want a 14 AM, which I've always said, they just want to, they don't want him to run for office and they don't know how to do it because he's going to win. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so What'll happen is he'll be deemed, you know, oh, they did this crime. That'll go right to the Supreme Court. That'll bypass everything because it is just unprecedented. And the Supreme Court will say, you you can't do this. You know, like this is, it violates the fifth clause of the 14th Amendment. It violates, like, the people who decide if he did an insurrection are Congress and he, he was acquitted. So nothing any state does after that. That's one of those things I was talking about, like who decides this. And it says, this is who decides this period. Um, so, so it's, it's unconstitutional what they're doing on a state level to try to keep them off the ballots. And we're seeing that because right. they're supposed to rule on that soon. Yes. Yes. So, so what'll happen is after they manage to convict him of one of these things and try to 14 a him based on that, What'll happen is the Supreme Court will say, you can't do this. And here's why. Here are all the reasons why it is unconstitutional. And it has been since, you know, 1787. Like, you, you can't you can't do any of this. And they're going to say, you know what? This is proof that we need to pack the court. Mm -hmm. We need to pack the court because this is a Trump, you know, Trump right. already packed the court is what they say with, with his conservative justices. Now we need the only way to make this fair is to stick five more Sotomayors in there. Right. And can you even imagine mm -hmm. what would happen if, if it looked like that, like our country would be over. And so I think that they have an idea of how they want to pack the court and how they want to capture the rest of the country. But the Supreme court is the only thing that's in the way of that. Join us for part two with the redheaded libertarian tomorrow. Church and state is sponsored in part by Patriot church and the constitution party. I'm pastor Gabe, but calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm.
Welcome to the fire MyPillow.com has got more than just pillows. You've got your slippers, your bathrobes. You have towels that actually dry you off, not the kind you buy at Walmart where it's just kind of a slick mess. Uh, they have got some of the best products out there. The sheets are absolutely incredible. I think it's a thousand count. It's, it's the best products you can buy. And the pillows even have silencer technology in it. And so if, if you need a day where you're just going to scream into your pillow, don't worry, your neighbors won't hear you. Why would you want to go to Bed Bath & Beyond? First of all, they're out of business. You want to go support an American-made product, go to MyPillow.com. And then you're also supporting one of the nation's most, I would say, Jesus-filled and a company that is completely, completely built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you're getting a two-for-one there. You know you've wanted good night's sleep for years. You're, you're, you're tossing, you're turning. Just go now. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Church and State. C-H-U-R-C-H-A-N-D-S-T-A-T-E. That's church and state. You do not want to eat synthetic meat. If you if you can grow a meat in a lab, if, if you want to go ahead and have Soylent Green on the table, feel free to eat this garbage that Target's trying to throw out. But if you want actual meat that's been freeze-dried, it's been then processed by actual human beings, go to griddownchowdown.com. Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows. They hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues. And uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands. If you want a meat that's going to last freeze-dried 10 years or more, this is the product you want. I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church and State. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef. The blood is still in it. You just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal and you are ready to go. And remember, the Holy Word of God tells us, for one person has faith to eat all things, while another who is weak eats only vegetables. That's Romans 14.2. The doctor that I recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl. Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor bar none. You know, this is the great thing about officialsignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in, in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then official signups is not for you. You want to go find the, one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life. Well, if you're looking for a, a doctor for yourself or maybe even a doctor for your family or a doctor who's not going to push vaccines on you, you want to go to officialsynapse.com. You for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialsynapse.com to take part in all the savings, all the great deals for you and your family. With the rise of the BRICS nations, uh, you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency. The United States is not, and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail. And my suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value. I might not be a gold or silver guru, but I want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day. So I would definitely recommend every one of you go to BH dash pm.com all you got to do is look around and see that the price of of everything is increasing gold and silver is on the rise it's being artificially suppressed you want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying please sir can i have some more stop waiting what are you waiting for four years from now prices are going to be absolutely astronomical go to bh dash pm.com get a consultation now 
you definitely want to mention church and state it will get you the best prices it will get you the best consultation advice use church and state when you go to bh-pm.com this was sacred to god this is exactly why i need some action for my people Everybody, it's an honor to be with you.